coming up next on this episode of the Unlock You podcast. Your liver is the most important organ in the body. Obviously, we can't live without any of them, but your liver is responsible for thousands of processes. In particular, it metabolizes your sex hormones. So your your estrogen, your progesterone, and your testosterone. So many people have wacky hormones, and even infertility, but you know, thyroid issues and all kinds of things. Well, it's a liver condition because they get metabolized in your liver. The other thing that gets made in your liver, 80% of cholesterol gets made in your liver. We only eat 20%. In the 70s, heart disease and stroke and high blood pressure was going up. So they made everything low fat. What happened? Heart disease has risen to an all time high. Heal the liver and you won't have a cholesterol problem. Hey friends, thanks so much for joining us. This is Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. I'm a clinical psychologist, leadership consultant, and a really big fan of you getting to fulfill your life purpose. I want you to get unstuck and unlock your potential relationally, emotionally, spiritually, and vocationally. Thanks for joining us and let's get started. Welcome to Unlock You with Dr. Shannon Crawford. And we are back with my incredible friend. So last time we jumped in, we talked about the issue with food, with sugar addiction, with all the emotional and psychological and physical reasons that we may not be making great food choices and how that could be affecting our thought life, our energy level, and our ability to pursue our goals because food is the fuel that helps us do life well. But this episode, we want to make sure that we're talking about solutions. So Beck is here and she has Instagram. You can follow her. She has programs. So I don't want this to be overwhelming. It is all broken down. It's also visually beautiful. It's fun and vibrant and aesthetic. I'm going through it myself right now and just loving it. And there's so many great recipes that she'll literally walk you through and teach you how to cook. So I know we said we want to jump in with talking about the liver because you don't hear a lot of people talk about the liver as one of the most important things in diet and nutrition. Yeah. Well, it's like I teach about it in Path to Thriving. There's the five body pillars of health, which basically you just eat for those. So it's loving your liver, feeding your gut flora, supporting your immune system, nourishing your cells and building your beautiful brain. Okay, I think so, you got to say it again because that was so good that that was okay, said really so fast. Yeah, it's loving your liver, feeding your gut flora, supporting your immune system, nourishing your cells, and building your beautiful brain. Mm, love and it. they are all like mashed potato, okay? They're also intrinsically linked. And so I eat very intentionally. I think a lot of people um, will say, you know, when I ask them, what do you think it means to be healthy? And they'll say, oh, I have a couple of, you know, fish and salad a couple of times a week. But health is not only about eating intentionally every day, but it's also about eat, not eating the wrong foods. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so there's things that you can do. Your liver is the most important organ in the body. Obviously, we can't live without any of them. But your liver is responsible for... So thousands of processes in particular it metabolizes your sex hormones so your your estrogen your progesterone and your testosterone so many people have wacky hormones and even infertility but you know thyroid issues and all kinds yeah. of things well it's a liver condition because they get metabolized in your liver 
I have the other thing. Yeah, the other thing that um, gets made in your liver, 80% of cholesterol gets made in your liver. We only eat 20%. And we have an epidemic of people with high cholesterol. So in the 70s, heart disease and stroke and high blood pressure was going up. So they made everything low fat. What happened? Heart disease has risen to an all-time high. Because you need that fat yeah. in the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So you know what? Heal the liver and you won't have a cholesterol problem. So you've basically you've got two detox pathways in the liver. And this I find so incredibly magnificent. You've got about five liters of blood in your body. Just it's rounding off. Okay. And your entire five liters, Shannon, in your body gets cycled through your liver for cleaning every three minutes. So five liters of blood gets cycled through your body 408 through your liver 480 times a day for cleaning because your liver is just everything we eat, any toxin we eat, alcohol, any toxin we put on our skin, hand sanitizer that's not an organic hand sanitizer, everything, everything we smell like perfume makes its way into the bloodstream and makes its way into the liver. Mm. And your liver then in the first detox pathway, it gets changed into a substance. It's getting ready for elimination. And usually what happens, it goes to phase two of detoxification, but the lineup's too big of toxins that got to get out of the body or those liver detox, the second pathway is clogged. And so what happens, those toxins get recycled back into the body. Now, we have an epidemic of estrogen-related breast cancers. Mm. And the reason being is because the body also makes garbage. The body uses what it needs to, but then it wants to get rid of the excess. So the liver's got to eliminate that too. So what happens is the body uses estrogen, goes into for the liver to eliminate what it doesn't need and we eliminate through the bowels that's why our daily pooing is so important or we 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 eliminate through going and doing a wee you know through the kidneys but with estrogen the body wants to eliminate the excess but it can't get out the second pathway and so it gets recycled back into the blood and it's got to land somewhere same with cholesterol cholesterol related problems because the excess cholesterol the body's used what it needs Mm. but the excess can't make it out the system and so it gets recycled back in you know heal the liver and you will thrive and so the foods that the liver loves is cruciferous cruciferous which are your broccoli your bok choy your kale cabbage cauliflower I have a question. Yes. So with thyroid, they say you're not supposed to eat that. Maybe it's just in the raw form. Is it cooked? In the raw form. In the raw in the raw form. So in my gut healing course that I've just launched, um, I especially, especially if you've got any gut issues as well, raw Mm -hmm. can really irritate that gut lining. Okay. And so the, the green smoothie that I do because it's jam packed full of cruciferous is lightly steamed. So if you lightly steam it, it breaks down the compound that interferes okay. with thyroid, Good. but it's su- cruciferous is super key. If you've got thyroid issues, because your thyroid is a hormone that also gets metabolized in your liver. So we have an epidemic of thyroid is- issues as well with mm-hmm. people. So 
we really need to just cruciferous, cruciferous, cruciferous. So in my green smoothie, which you'll find on my IG, on my Instagram, IGTV, it's part of all my courses as well. And what's your um, label? So it's at Rebecca Megan, M-E-G-A-N underscore health. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So um, my, my green smoothie has kale, bok choy, rocket which rocket isn't a cruciferous but it's a bit of veg like radish which the liver also loves it cleans okay. out those detox pathways turmeric and ginger also help keep the liver thriving so you know a knob of ginger and turmeric it has coriander probably raw you're not doing like all raw powder. no 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 all raw um however the powder's good when you're cooking a curry yeah, but but always the raw form is is better. But thank God for spices because they make food just so delicious. And I talk a lot about spices, and I don't I don't think you can make food delicious unless you use them. And truly, spices are also very powerful for the liver as well because they've been used for thousands of years medicinally. I mean, you can go back two thousand years ago, and in fact, if you go to uh, Israel, you know, or the Middle East. They just have these huge vats of in their markets of colorful spices because they are so powerful for digestion, for the liver, you know, for the brain, for the blood. They're just amazing. I love them. I use a lot and I teach people, you know, how to use them, not just little pinches. It's like I use truckloads. So. Yes. I remember when we were in, oh, sorry, when we were in no, no, Croatia, no. Um, they showed us their first pharmacy book. And so it was supposed to be like the first apothecary. I don't think I'm saying that word, yes. right? Um, and so it was all like the herbs and the spices and take this amount and this amount and it would help the headache or the stomach or the whatever. Oh, and so it was really- I didn't give them there. Yes. Yeah. Oh. It was ancient and they had somehow been able to preserve it. It was like a bajillion years old. I don't know how. I mean, you can go back thousands of years. You can go back before Christ uh-huh. and see that oh, yeah. spices were were gold, basically. Uh-huh. They, they would just, and they've been used medicinally. And this is where, you know, Asia has some tremendous medicinal practices that they do. We in the West have just gone white. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and we've, and, but, uh, Sugar. but Asia, Asia's gone that way too, because our, our Western food has infiltrated. I mean, uh-huh. Japan used to have the lowest rate of breast cancer because of the way they eat. Now I think it's just out there with the world because they've introduced our Western yeah. world. So it's about going back to nourishing traditions, you know, yeah. so a green smoothie is key. It's non-negotiable and it's, it's jam. And I put silver beet in it. I put uh cos lettuce in it. So it's jam packed full of veggies. It's not, when I see these people doing smoothies with just a handful of spinach, I've raised my girls to go, that is not a green smoothie. You can't just have a handful of spinach. It's gotta be jam packed with stuff so that you become one of those 4% that eat enough veggies for good health, mm-hmm. you know? And then I put frozen strawberries in it uh, or cucumbers in it and celery as well. So, and then the frozen strawberries add this kind of, I don't know, strawberries are beautiful in a smoothie. You know, you've got half an orange, you've got your chia, uh-huh. which is magnificent for brain. And it's got, it's got more calcium than any other food. It's got really heaps of omega-3s which we need for our brain you know you mentioned in the last podcast dementia you just 
mention something quickly about it, but you know Alzheimer's? Uh-huh. They're saying Alzheimer's now is the new 21st century disease and the seeds of it start in the body up to 15 to 20 years before they ever present. Yeah. And it's 100% preventable with food. Yeah. You know, but what we're doing is we're eating all this processed food, which is really high in omega-6, which is causing loads of inflammation yeah. and our body is deficient in the good fats, you know. Exactly. So so your green smoothie, the other thing that um, I say is really, so you can start with that. If you're trying to come off refined sugar and quit it for life, and I have zero tolerance. I mean, when we hear these people say everything in moderation, no, no, not refined sugar, zero tolerance. Because when you think about it, why, why would you give your kid a little bit of poison? And we know parents would do anything for their children. That's the thing, right? Like, like parents love their kids, but they just don't know what that, that chocolate biscuit is or that, um, you know, when I see kids eating those squeegee, organic squeezy vegetables that the parents have bought, I mean, there's practically zero nutrition. Yeah. Vegetables go off. You know, and yet these things sit in these squeegee packets for months on end. It's like we just have lost our way. So anyway, green smoothie daily. The other thing that I, I, I say, if you are trying to quit refined sugar, you have to have the good alternative. Yes. You were mentioning, you were mentioning before uh, in our last podcast, and I loved that because I teach about it, but I didn't know the science behind it. You were saying that you're really, really good for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. And I can't tell you how many people have said to me, I haven't had refined sugar for three weeks. And I always say, oh, no, you're setting yourself up for disaster. You can't, you can't, um, it's not about depriving. Yeah. You know, it's about changing over your gut microbiome. Because when you, I've lived with the clutches of cravings for 25 years. Like they're so intense. I could go without any kind of sugar now, good or bad. I never crave food. I never think about food. And yet I was obsessed. Mm. So that's that's where you need to get your liver yeah. and your gut healthy. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. so yeah, it's not about depriving, mm. you know, because what were you saying? Can you recap on that for me about how you go three, four weeks without it, mm-hmm. and then something happens and you Well, you're creating a deprivation. And so dopamine is released at the idea and the concept of something. And so when you withdraw and it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. And then when the willpower goes lower, now that's like a rocket fuel, you know, the opposite equal reaction. The more I've been abstaining, the more I'm more likely to binge the next time. Because it usually happens. Yeah. It usually happens because you've been triggered by something too. That was my cycle. Like I'd be really, really good. And then something would happen and I'd get triggered and I'd go for the low hanging fruit. And then, you know, back to the earlier point, a lot of times our body is missing iron or other essential minerals and nutrients. And so an easy way for the body to just try to fill that in is the quick stuff that hits the dopamine reward pathway, um, all the low hanging fruit type foods. So the chips and the crackers and the sugars and the little, you know, snacky foods, um, because it's giving a sense of, okay, I'm, I'm trying to satisfy this disequilibrium. And so that's where we want to recognize, man, this 
this, um, I don't know why my mind just went blank, this green veggie smoothie. That's, and I can't. It's <laughs> <laughs> like tired. Yeah. Right, so we say that I again. know well, it's late there for you too. <laughs> I, I, I cannot tell you the hundreds, probably thousands of people that have said to me, the green smoothie has changed their life wow. because typically people live because they're on a lot of modern wheat products, which yeah. mess with gut. And, you know, wheat is another food that's been totally butchered. Mm-hmm. It's not what it was in ancient times. It's just butchered. It, it causes so much inflammation in the body. It's bad for the brain. It causes brain fog. And again, this is interesting for me because I, you know, I was a sugar addict back, I was 21, and yet I quit modern wheat, bread and pasta, because I didn't like the way it made me feel. Same with milk. I stopped drinking it like 30 years ago. Um, and, and I think that's part of what saved my gut from not tipping over into, because I, I might have been refined sugar, but I was doing everything else right. But people say when they start green smoothing, the brain fog goes, I've got so much more energy, you know, I, my, I can, and this is the thing that you'll find, you'll find that your body, it's not even you wanting to do it. It's your body starts to crave it. Literally. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing oh, with does. psychology? Does the body actually crave? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Can start creating good cravings. Yeah, that's right. And so that's what happens. And that's the only way, the way I quit refined sugar was the daily green smoothie and don't compromise. Mm-hmm. Cause I say to my girls, the body doesn't take a holiday. You know, it works 24-7. It wakes you up in the morning. It knows when to wake you up. It keeps you moving and going. So green smoothie every day. And you've got to have the good replacements. I remember I used to do a fudge back in the day. Um, It was just a cup of medjool dates, a cup of walnuts, quarter of a cup of cacao powder, a bit of pinch of salt, a little bit of water, blended it up and I put it in the freezer because when those cravings would come, uh-huh. when your gut microbiome, cause your gut's crying out, yeah. the, the bad microbiome's dying off. You're starving it because uh-huh. it feeds on sugar. Um, Including carbs. That, yeah. What, what did you say? Including carbs. Carbs. carbs yeah. But I'm about carbs. to do a live coaching on carbs because we've got carbs all out of portion mm-hmm. you know I think that's the weight loss thing oh mm-hmm. how many carbs what grams of carbs it's like I don't have a clue you just eat you just eat the way we're meant to eat and you don't have to worry about carbs yes you know oh, I'm talking about the process simple carbs oh, turn into sugar so I was yeah, just agreeing with you yeah totally yeah. That, that's what causes the weight gain the mm-hmm. carbs yeah the simple bad carbs. processed mm-hmm. carbs so you know I'd had that craving come and I'd sit down and I'd eat the whole tray, but it didn't matter. It was still good. It was the Uh good sugars. Yes. If you were to carry that on, you would still be causing inflammation in your body. But the thing is you've got to be kind to your body while you're letting that die off and you've got to go, it's okay. It's better to eat that than a block of Hershey and a a tub of Ben Ben and Jerry's or whatever Uh it is. Um, So Yeah, the green smoothie is just absolutely key. And then it's about, I always say it takes about a year to turn your health ship around Mm -hmm. because the journey, and you would know this, we we know that when when we've had success in our lives, okay, it's been paved with a lot of failures. Yeah. It's just part of life. And so while we're carving these new pathways, it's about being kind to yourself. It's about 
you're going, you're having your daily green smoothie, you've been making Beck's caramel slice and her salted caramel ice cream covered in raw chocolate and you've been cooking maybe. I always say start with one of my meals a week, you know, because you're not going to, we want everything. We're in a microwave society and it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And what will happen is you'll go really well for three weeks and then you'll get emotionally triggered by yeah. something and you'll go for that low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and you'll go for the quick and easy. Yeah. Get back up. If you have three days like that, get back up on the path. And, and I think Path to Thriving, I give you the, the simple protocol, which I'll give you now. Start your day with a big glass of filtered water, not coffee. You know, because coffee, when you wake in the morning, um, your cortisol level, which is your stress hormone, is at its all-time high. Okay, so what people typically do is they get up and they have a cup of coffee, and well, that's a bam right onto that cortisol. Those poor it takes quite a, what was that? The adrenals have to work really hard. Really hard. So it takes a couple of hours for your cortisol to come down. So I always say, start your day with a big glass of water, have your brekkie, and have your first cup of coffee mid-morning. Uh-huh. You know, and enjoy it. So um, start your day with a big glass of filtered water, and with your kids my girls still come out to a glass of water. I mean, they, they take responsibility for their own water drinking, but they used to, when they were little, come out to a little glass of water because we're carving pathways for them. Yes, so good. So this is how you start the day. Then you start your day, you have your green smoothie, you prepare your green smoothie. And I, I, I teach you about bagging up five or six packets of green smoothies, putting them in the fridge. So all you have to do in the morning is put them in, put your berries in, your chia, your water, blend it up, and you're ready to go. So you breathe through. And the other thing that's another really, really, really powerful um, thing to do is half a cup of blueberries, frozen blueberries or blueberries every day. They are super, super high in antioxidants, which will put out the inflammation in the brain, in the cells, in the body. Okay. I mean, I we buy we have organic frozen blueberries. in our supermarkets I don't know do you have frozen yes. mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. and and so I, I mean organic is always best but you know after I have my organic veg and fruit shop it's such a roadblock to a lot of people because they think it's way too expensive and yes it is more expensive but my so when I started coaching doing what I'm doing now my message became you know what just get crunching yeah don't worry about organics because what's going to happen in a year's time when you've started to feel good and your bowels are moving and you've cleaned out that tennis court of intestines because a lot of food gets chunked up in there for weeks, months, years. Um, Once you've cleaned it all out, your liver's thriving, your gut's thriving. What's going to happen is you're going to start to go, you know what, I'm going to start doing little steps towards organic. And I was a single mum and did it. So I started by, you know, thinking, okay, I'm just going to buy broccoli organic. You do it in steps and somehow your budget adjusts. Mm -hmm. It's so good. You're not not spending, you know, 100 bucks a week on coffee because you're only having one organic coffee a week, a day. Um, You know, you're not making those choices. I mean, let's face it, takeaway is expensive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you can redistribute that very easily. You know, and so I I have simple meals that I do at home for a Saturday night. 
I, I give you lots of time savers because we don't have hours to spend in the kitchen. Yeah. And the more you do something, the more time gets shaved off and you find processes. And I think that's why I created my second course, Organized and Delicious, Ooh. because I wanted, we've got three generations that can't cook, so they don't understand about time savers. Yeah. Your freezer's got to be your best friend. Like you've got to <laughs> yes. have, do you know, so things like I always have frozen kin cooked quinoa and frozen brown rice in my fridge sometimes I'll even have frozen cooked pasta so if I'm making a curry all I will have had to have done with the rice is defrosted in the fridge mm -hmm. during the day so it cuts down the cooking processes you know so and it takes time to work these processes so I always say in a year's time if you don't quit you know that famous old saying if you don't quit you win yes yeah. You know, and the path will be fraught. Yeah. And it will be fraught with failures and successes. But every time you get back on the path, you you are further ahead than when you started. That's so good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. You, you success, success. Oh, failure. Had a week of it. But when you get back on the path, you've got all that success there. Yeah. So you're so starting good. at a different place. Yeah. So and and I've I've seen it work in so many people's lives, mm -hmm. but you just can't quit on you. And I say to people, you're worth it. Yeah. You are, your life is of great value, you know? Yes, and absolutely. you are worth this because at the end of the day, I've, I've coached a lot of really sick people, young, and it's debilitating, mm -hmm. Shannon. I mean, yeah. if you've ever had, you know, like I guess I haven't had, but I've had muscular stuff, you know, that, is so much better now just from all the vegetables that I was lifting but it was probably from years of having bad posture as well but it can be debilitating living with with pain or it, it just is absolutely so it's but it's no and that's the thing I love about the body the moment the moment you start to feed it what it needs mm -hmm. it goes to work that's so and good. It, it's like we are we are nutrient deficient Yes. so massively absolutely so the body say for anyone who's hearing this and you're just feeling like oh that's a lot um especially going off the holidays um yeah. I used to just kind of always struggle with the, a certain amount of weight and just yeah. by doing um a Daniel fast just for personal reasons it's kind of like being vegan and so and I would like just for a year I didn't set up for it to be a year I was just really in a desperate yeah. season and so I just kept doing like okay I'll do another one for 40 days for 40 days and it was a really miserable season just in my own life. But ironically, I became healthier and I became thinner. And that wasn't even the goal by any means. I was just like desperate for a breakthrough in my life. And so I was like, I have to do something. Um, and so a lot of the old habits and a lot of those mindsets and culture around food just naturally started abating. I think sometimes yeah. when we set out for food as the goal in of itself. So like, if I just want to lose weight or I just want to control it or blah, blah, then I've almost unconsciously got this time frames that so I'm setting. Cool. And then I'm going to look for food to be the reward because I worked yeah. really hard. Now I deserve this versus yeah. like a year to your point, when it becomes a culture and a lifestyle, then yeah. now I just have those habits now. So you just stop having 
I just don't really have a lot of grains, um, maybe a little bit here and there, but I just kind of don't, I just don't really have dairy. I just don't uh, really do a lot of those, um, processed foods because uh, that year, uh, even though it was a hard season, not the food's fault, it was my own life fault. Um, yeah. that became something that was really wonderful and created uh, habits and new patterns. And when I took meat out of my diet, not forever, but just for that time, yeah. um, it caused me to be creative and be like, okay, how do vegan people eat? And there's just only vegetables, like fruit and vegetables all year. So we are using legumes as well? Yes. We, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have and, a and legume in there that I ate for dinner. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing. And and we've got to, we, I'm big on don't, don't ever cut the scales out. Don't constantly, if diets are gone for good. When you you started feeding your body life, so your liver was starting to thrive. The body knows how to shed it. Uh-huh. The body knows how to shed the weight. Yeah, it doesn't happen overnight, but it knows how. And you would have really given your whole body a reset and your brain. Uh-huh. The thing is, your brain was firing, and and we had this epidemic of depression. And listen, there's a real place for medication. Mm. You know, there there's a very place. So I'm not dampening it, but. Australia has the second highest rate of antidepressants in the world, the first being Iceland, probably because they don't have any sun, though, maybe, I don't know. Um, but, but, you know, I can't tell you the amount of people that have said they've walked into a doctor's office, and again, it's not shaming doctors, but the ants, and, and they've said, I feel a bit down, and they've gotten a script, which they've intuitively known not to fill of antidepressants. Mm. When, whereas 95% of your serotonin, which is your feel good hormone, Uh is made and stored in your gut. Yes. So if your gut's not thriving, which most people's aren't, you're going to have, you know, there may be some feelings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The fact that they don't talk about nutrition is just crazy pants. Um, yeah. So I just want to honor you for your time uh, and make sure that people know how to find you. Say your tag again. So it's Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, Megan, M-E-G-A-N underscore health. Love That's it. Instagram. You guys, her program is incredible. The videos, she just talks you through everything. And I'm like, okay, Aww. I'm going to try all these. Um, and then teaches you how to shop and get the right things. And just the discernment of just because it says organic or healthy or diet doesn't necessarily mean that it is. So you want to go prepared because we want long life. And we this channel is about unlocking you personally, relationally, and vocationally. And in order to do that you do need to fuel the body be kind to your body and your soul and i think that she is a fantastic resource and a great friend for our community i love you friend thank you so much and we will see you all in the next episode bye Hey, thanks so much for watching this episode of Unlock You. It is our dream to invest in you. And one of the ways you can do that is by getting more of the bonus material, the content, and to know about future events. Head to the website, drshannoncrawford.com, subscribe to the newsletter, and you'll be the first to know what we're rolling out. And we want you to truly get unlocked so that you can thrive, not only for yourself, but also for the greater calling on your life. Let's link arms and do it together. See you in the next episode.